Hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of Make Me Like This. It's been a while, Jeff. It's been about probably 11 months since our last episode, but we're here. We're back at it. We're, we're getting into the holiday swing of things, winding down for the year. And this time, we are live on YouTube and we're live on Twitch. You might be listening to this after the fact on, uh, on your favorite podcasting app, but we're opening the doors to all kinds of possibilities. Jeff, how you doing today? Doing great. Was our last episode making you like the greatest Christmas movie of all time? I think it was New Year's resolutions. So oh. I think we're we're bordering on a full-on year. That's okay. You've you've obviously uh, gotten into uh, reclaimed wood and barn door decorating because you're mm -hmm. sitting in front of a, a really nicely uh, painted door there with an arrow yeah. i built fabulous a way to kick this last talk to you <laughs> fantastic well um usually what we do on this show is we have um a topic and then we try to make the other person like something it could be pickle sandwiches it could be wearing your glasses could be will smith everyone likes will smith but you know might be someone out there who doesn't um, this time, we've got a very special guest who's going to make us like something. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for our special guest, Mr. Keedy. Mr. Keedy, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hello, it's good to see you both. It's <clears throat> great to see you too. Way to bring the energy. Bring it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm here. I got a thing for you to like. I've been, I'm still alive. I guess that's, I do have some energy left. Is that what you're going to make I'm, us I'm like? glad you do. You're still alive? That's well, going to be a quick show. I, I, like, I, I don't have to convince you to like that, but uh, are you ready for my uh, suggestion already? Yeah, you we're ready. Know? Let's, let's, let's hear it. Okay. Well, I've been thinking of this topic off and on. For a while, and uh, I want I want you both to like the uh, concept of and the using of the the bidet, the uh, <laughs> the European uh, way of uh, cleaning off your foul smelling uh, effluent. Took it. Or, you know. So, yeah. uh, I, I you both may, may be devotees of this uh, device already, but. I think you're both young men. You're, I know you're married, so it doesn't matter a lot if you smell, you know, in the intimate times or uh, other times. But uh, I understand the day will it freshens your bottom. It uh, you saves money on toilet paper. Um, I don't think you could beat a bidet. You can't beat it. Can't beat you, it. I feel like this is a um, a somewhat recent development in your life. Is this you haven't always been a bidet user, right? You've is this uh, just since uh, since the pandemic that you've you've become a bidet user? Uh, no, I I don't use the bidet myself. 
But I've been thinking, I once heard a friend of all of ours mention the advantages of this, and I've been thinking about it ever since. And uh, the main, my main opposition to the bidet, even though I would like you to like the bidet, is that I don't understand how you then wipe yourself dry after using it. And does that mean you have this towel especially set aside for that and everyone who comes in there wipes himself with the same towel and therefore depositing your... This is, this is peak Mr. Kitty where you, <laughs> you set up a thesis of why we should like the bidet and then begin to tear your thesis down. Well, I think that's the way you should look at all problems. And it helps us understand it more thoroughly. Like, Jeff... Have you ever used a bidet? I've never, I've never used a bidet. And I actually feel like taking your words and saying, I like the idea of a bidet, <laughs> but have never, never used the bidet. Randy, the, where do you stand on, on the bidet? Yeah, you know, my, um, my aunt and uncle, my uncle who just passed away um, recently, um, he they've had a bidet for for decades as long as i've known so we you know have gone over to their house and i'm like what is this thing and yeah. i asked my dad i was like why is there like a water fountain in their toilet and he's like oh it's a bidet and i was like what do you, what is that for and you know they they travel all over the world and um are accustomed to finer things like that and um yeah, it's just uh, there was no no soiled hand towel next to the uh, the toilet for for drying off. I think, and I could be wrong about this, um, but you use the water, you turn it on. So, so I to answer your question, no, I've never used it. I may have like turned it. I know I turned it on to see how far I, I could get it to it. to yeah. shoot across the room, sure. but. Um, I I never used it on my on my own backside, and um, I think that you turn the water on, it cleans cleans you up down there, and then maybe you just take a piece of toilet paper and dab it dry or something. Like um, you're not using as much right because you're not doing the doing the heavy lifting with that, but perhaps it's just you you dry it off. You know what? Uh, that wouldn't work. Toilet paper would would stick to you, and I, I think so. Although I still like this idea and the theory, uh, I've never even seen one. I I have been to Europe, but none of the fine establishments I stayed at had the days. So I maybe I need should have gone to France or some place like that where I think they are full on used all the time in France. Just I have a feeling about that. But Yeah. I think the Europeans are very, very bidet friendly. Yeah. Um I do I do have a browser um pulled up here and uh, a couple of, of really good questions here <clears throat> right at the forefront when you log in. So people are obviously asking this, but it says do bidets spray poop everywhere? And the answer is, no, bidets don't spray poop everywhere when you use them. Bidets use a concentrated stream of water specifically directed to cleanse your backside and genitals. Wait, your genitals too? 
How does Whoa. this work? The waste does not get sprayed all over. Think of it as a safe, spotless wash for your butt. That raises more questions than it does I answers. Think it, I think it's bringing in the uh, sexual component into the day use, and I, yeah. I don't want to go there. So yeah, they're talking about a genital uh, car wash there, and I. I maybe I draw my uh, my my suggestion that you should like the bidet, but I think I've already convinced you that it's an interesting idea and maybe someday your children or their children may may use them so how are you framing this keeds like personal use or like the the existence of a bidet as it being used by society as a good thing like what are we what are we liking here the the existence well, I, of a I bidet? Think it, i'm just thinking personally i think okay certainly this is the most personal of all choices and society and do what it wants but if the opportunity came along where somebody said i will give you a bidet for your bathroom i i don't i think i would say yes give me one i'll take it and uh, see what happens brandon click on why are bidets illegal i was just seeing that and i i didn't think that they were the product they advertise as an easy install toilet seat bidet is illegal this is categorized as high risk as back siphonage can occur through these nozzles, allowing contaminated water from the toilet bowl to be sucked into the potable or drinking water supply. Oh Are God. these illegal? Well, yeah, I assume they were. Is it like jaywalking where it's like it's illegal, but people do it and it's illegal look the in, other way? in Australia at least. That's that's the source, right? Oh, that, oh that's the source of this website, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't think Australians would use bidets. They're more like Americans than... They use their boomerang. Yeah, they... What's the etiquette of using... Like, Brandon, you went into someone's home and they had a yeah. bidet and you didn't know what was going on with it, but, like, like, what would the etiquette be of using someone else's bidet? Like, in, in theory... I'd ha I have no problem using someone else's toilet paper because I don't want to not wipe my butt. So right. if you went into someone else's home and they don't have toilet paper, just the bidet, what, I mean, are, are you going to like stick your head out the, the, the door and be like, Hey, can I get a quick tutorial? Mm. So that I, I don't ever, I don't ever go into a situation where I'm not aware of the toilet paper supply. So I, That's the a, first thing you do. <laughs> I, I, you go to a party, rumbles, you know, and then you're like, excuse me, I need to, to go uh, powder my nose. And you walk in there and you take a look. Before pants hit the floor, you look and see if there's if there's toilet paper. Because, you know, bidet or no bidet, if 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 you don't have a exit plan, you're in trouble. You know, what do you what do you do? Uh, you got to make sure that there's not only toilet paper, but enough toilet paper to do the job that you are anticipating. Right. If it's a, you know, for talking diarrhea, you need half a roll at least. Right. That's to make sure that you don't, um, you know, you don't have to start wiping on their curtains or something just to get by, just to get out of there uh, gracefully. So. Yeah, man. You, you look before you go. You look before you go. That's If there's one thing you ever learn from me, 
look before you poop. And and um, but if I were in that situation, and I was like, okay, there's no toilet paper, but there is a bidet. I feel like I would have had to um, just kind of spray and see if I. I mean, it's kind of like the idea is that it's power washing it off of you, right? It's like. So do you have to like arrange yourself in a way that because I don't think that that's it's not going back and forth like a sprinkler it's like a, a singular spray so, so you have you, to move your you remain seated yeah I don't know how it works I don't know the like the like yeah like if I was faced with that situation even if I wanted to use it I might like not know exact I. No, it's not my. I wouldn't know what I was doing. I would be hold. I okay. I would assume that I'm like holding the button, and then I'm, I'm securing the, the the bottom clean. Your hips don't lie. You're gonna be mm -hmm. writhing back and forth. Yes. Trying to get it in the right spots. How do you know yeah. you've hit the right spots, right? How do you how how do you know you're clean? When you use toilet paper. You can look at the, the last wipe and say, oh, clean toilet paper. I'm done. Yeah. Every day, you're just assuming you're clean. You're Unless there's a mirror clean. or something to the back on the back of the toilet seat <laughs> that, you know, you can look. I, there's uh, a little periscope that you pull down. Yeah. Looks my, good, fellas. My, my current method works for me, but it's not as environmentally conscious as I would like it to be. And so the bidet is interesting to me because, um, you know, I, I've, I've got two small kids. We wipe bottoms all the time and we have disposable non-flushable wipes, which are the gold standard for poop removal in my, in my book, but they're not the most environmentally conscious, uh, poop removal source. However, because they're in the bathroom, because that's where I need to support the children they're they're there for me as well and so mm. i i treat myself and i also mm. have found out by so uh the the wipes so the the pan, their pampers because pampers is paying us the pampers box is next to the register we have baseboard heat in our in our house and it just has happened to get it got kicked it got slid it, it leaned leaned against that it's winter time now, and those wipes are warm, guys. Coming coming Ooh. out of there, so it's like it's 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 a treat. It's it's an absolute treat, and I feel feel clean. Use the use TP for gross removal, like just just get getting most of it out of the way, and then uh, finish off with a wipe, and you're good to go. It's like shower level clean. Mm. Now it doesn't. Doesn't using the wipe after you've used toilet paper eliminate the reason for using the the wipe? The wipe is supposed to be like, oh, this is the the uh, the Cadillac of experiences, and it's gonna gonna make you like super squeaky clean. And then, uh, but you're you're in effect doing both, right? You're you're using the toilet paper just like uh, uh, at that first go, and then you're using the. You know, it's kind of like uh it's kind of like mopping your floor and then doing a Swiffer on top. I I disagree. I think well, I think that the toilet paper 
the toilet paper is um, one cheaper per per ply. I mean, like per yeah. per square. Um, and so if if I started with the wipes, I would be using multiple wipes uh, to to remove all all of the stuff. Um, right. But the toilet paper, like there there is a uh, advantage to like the dry versus the um, the 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 damp removal, right? So like yeah. you get yeah yeah you get a little bit of you get a little bit of, bit of both with that. Right. I right. Th I think I think uh, not doing. I've tried I've tried not I've tried going straight to the wipes, and end up using more wipes. And mm. So I th I think I that the that. the wipe well, gets I, all the fine particles out. I assume the bidet water is not warm. So in, particularly in the winter, that may not be a pleasant feeling. So you can. Maybe you're getting clean, but you—it's a little bit of a shock too, like a cold shower. I mean, so it'd be nice if it was warm. If warm, it was heated. yeah. I, maybe they do have that style. You'd have to have it uh, uh, piped um, independently from from the from the warm water source, though. So I think, right in Japan, they do have like all kind like. Um, I've seen a picture of like a like a like a Japanese toilet, and it's like it looks like a treadmill, like with all of the different like incline functions and like different speeds and stuff like that. Except for it's like you know, cold water, warm water, um, the pressure. Uh, I, I I feel like it's it's a it's like a full service uh, bidet that you get in Japan. So, you know, if you look on Amazon, I did look on Amazon, like at the beginning of the pandemic, as you know, quarantine began, and there was a, a fear that there was going to be a shortage on toilet paper. And what are we going to do? We start getting leaves out of the backyard or whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, well, maybe a bidet would make sense. And a, you couldn't find any because they were completely sold out everywhere. Um, and uh, I think that there are some really cheaper end ones, which are still like 50, 60 bucks, um, that are simply um, uh, taps into the water valve that, that um, comes out of your wall into the, into the tank, right? And then um, siphons off a, uh, a stream that goes into the tube that like juts up into the bowl. Um, but I think that there are some versions that have a little sort of um, basin that can be heated. Like, so if they're, you know, and these are like $200 models or something like that. And, um, you know, you can you can do that sort of like keeping it warmer. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I think um, I'm going to look at Amazon. I'm going to look at Amazon, see what the bidet situation is. Thinking, of, um, thinking about that though, I mean, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to cheap out on a bidet. I got it. No, no. I mean, you might not need like. There's a, there's a limitation to how much you're gonna spend on an attachment for your toilet, but thinking but like that level. Yeah, you don't want to spend the lowest dollar on this. If it malfunctions, uh, you're in for a lot of trouble. I think it's how you yeah, think about your your. Uh, um, sorry, Brandon, but like I th I think it's how you think about your toilet time too, right? Like if you're 
I'm sure there are people that are like all all business, like get in, get out, and 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 move on with the day. Um, yeah. Toilet time is like like an existential experience for me. It's like an important important part of my my rhythm um, as as a person. So like I, I'd be willing to invest to make sure that I got the experience I wanted out of it. Sure, that makes sense. However, ahead, yeah. Yeah, Give could us you your describe... sales pitch. Oh, you leave your clothes on. No. <laughs> no I... You wear all white. Um, this is See, from no a utopian future. <laughs> Nobody knows how to use it. This oh, my. She's like <laughs> stepping on a... Like, she's got like a mattress in front uh, so that she can rest her feet. Um, mm. But you see, you see there's... Uh, it, it does hook into the into the wall here and it has these different valves that um it looks like indicate the pressure of it from low to high i don't right. know what the other knob is um the wash factor a lot of stuff man there's a lot of stuff to to factor in but if you look at the prices here 30 bucks 260 bucks 34 bucks um not too expensive that one looks like an, one looks like an iphone Whoa, whoa, wait. Look at this Look at this video here. There are a little, uh, oh my gosh, there's a lot involved here. You take the bolt, the seat off completely, drill it in. I assume you have to turn off the, the water. Oh, gosh, that, that's high pressured. Do you see how high pressure that is? And that so, was so. For me personally, Dan, seeing that right there with the water just shooting out of the, uh, the bowl, that, yeah. that, that literally is going to fly in our house and therefore yeah. won't fly with uh, with, with children today installed. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. There are many this adults is... who could not manage that, let alone have your children use that device. Yeah. Yeah. I would do Look that probably. Like, if I was at uh, um, Brandon's uh, family's house and I saw one of yeah. those things, I'd, I'd probably be like, oh, what does this do? Woo. Yeah. Water's all over the place. Yeah. yeah this this is, is. I'm sorry, but I'm kind of turning away from the idea that this is a good thing. It's like another plumbing problem waiting to happen, too. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And let's say, um, you know, you have never used this before and you're, you don't know what the positioning is, and you sit down and that thing soaks like the whole, you know, back of your sweatshirt. Yeah. You got a business meeting and and uh, everyone's wondering what's wrong with you. Yeah, that's a no-go. That's 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 no good. Install it's... seems rather simple though. I mean, if we're going to be fair about that, like you don't have to be a plumber to um, no. well, a couple of days. How does that how did that exchange go with the thing that was in the wall coming into your toilet? How did you how did you put the bidet in the middle of that? There's so, a um there's a um, there's a splitter that they so they, they turn they they cut the water oh and then and and then they they uh, unattached it from the from the toilet look at the recklessness of this I think you, I think you need to take more care in the installation of this too so they do so quickly and no quality control they just can't wait to use it I guess. So I, I gotta think your doilies are gonna on these. Like oh, that's a good like, question. 
there's got to be bidets with child child locks. Yeah. I I think if you're in a house sophisticated enough for for the bidet, there you you assume there's no children because or your children are so refined that they they just know how to do these things because I can't imagine this going well in your house, Jeff, when you've got uh, two young boys, uh, curious minds, and um, a potential for disaster. Potential Complete for hilarity mess. one time, but then after that... I do, yeah. know, I do know an individual that has one of these, I believe in this home, and this person has a young child. And I've never heard of any any negative feelings or thoughts about the bidet from this person. Yeah. They just sit the kid down and say, now, let's talk about respecting the bidet. Yeah. This, this is not for the, your typical American child of uh, the way kids are being raised now with, you know, you guys know how it is. Yeah. I don't do exactly. anything. I just yeah, I know. wake just up in the morning. Know. Get my cereal, say, hey, you going to eat? And go on with my day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you need a glass of water before bed? Just go to the bidet. Yeah. There you go. You can brush but your I teeth, think, too. I think that's, that's the convincing point right there. You want a glass of water? Too bad. It's my water. It's my water. You pay for it. I pay for the faucet water. You get the, you get the bidet water. Yeah. Go I don't... pull out back. Turn the sprinkler on. <laughs> That's the best. And I've just discovered yeah. if you put hot, hot tea in one of these Yetis, it stays hot forever. Mm -hmm. You can't even drink it. I, I think that's the basis of their whole uh, marketing, I think. It's like, hey, man, you, you, uh, you make your hot cocoa in the morning. You go work at the, uh, the factory by lunchtime. Your soup is still warm. Your your hot you know hot cocoa is still warm. Not warm. The, it's boiling hot. Piping so, hot. Yeah, well, by the end of the day, you'd still have your full mug of tea because you couldn't drink it. You have to pour it out into a teacup, let it cool down, then you can have your tea. Yeah. There, so, there's a there's a demographic for like people that sip, which I am not in. I don't I don't consume anything slowly. So the idea even when it's trying, hot. The only time I would use something like that is if I was, um, especially when it's hot. Um, the only time I would use something like that is if I was going to make it now and drink it in a couple of hours. So I might like I have a Yeti upstairs because I got one as a gift. But I'll if I'm using it, it's because I want to make a coffee. And then I also want to fill up a water bottle and I want to put the coffee in the car and I'm going to go on a drive and I'm going to like, I'm going to drink my water before I get to the coffee or I'm going to eat, I'm going to drink the coffee after I eat. Cause I, I can't, I can't put caffeine on an empty stomach or I'll go. Ugh. I know that's different than other people, but like when I get a, when I get a glass of water, I mean, I, I filled this up before coming down here. Like I'm within I'm not, I'm not drinking stuff over an hour. Uh, yeah. And so if I've got a hot, hot cup of coffee, I'm putting it in a mug where it's going to cool down pretty rapidly because as soon as it reaches that ideal temperature, I'm going to be, 
I'm going to be drinking that within, I mean, 15 minutes max is, is what I want to spend on something. How I hydrate throughout the day, normally I forget to drink. So I'll go upstairs and I'll fill up a pint glass and I'll slam it down. I'll drink it all at once. And then I'll go back on with my day. And then later on in the day, I'll think, gosh, my head hurts. I must be dehydrated. Got to drink two pints of, of water real quick and just put it back in. Mm. I don't know that that's healthy necessarily, but that's, that's, I'm not, the, the summary is I'm not a sipper and therefore keeping something in a cold or hot state for a, a long period of time usually doesn't, right. isn't a necessity of mine, unless it's like, I'm not doing this now. I'm going to do it later. Well, I'm not a hydrator at all. So I do have a coffee in the morning and I usually drink about a half cup and then dump it out. And then I don't drink the rest of the day. So I'm always dehydrated and uh, probably not good for me, but what the heck? What am I supposed to do? You can't force me to drink. <laughs> Sleeping water, Dan. I, I learned I, I'm I'm the same way. Like I'll forget to I'll forget to sleep and I'll forget to uh I'll I'll forget to drink water. Uh but on days where I where where I do a good job of slamming like five pint glasses and uh Take a take a melatonin around ten o'clock so that I can have a chance of getting to sleep before midnight. Um, I do I do better on on days like that. Well, okay. It's not natural. Yeah. No, and my not kid, you know, kid's the same way. Like my my oldest does not want to sleep. And I said, okay. hey, the, the best thing I did was say, hey, I get it. I don't either. <laughs> And like fight, fight it, fight it, fight. It. Like you have to go to sleep. It's your bedtime. It's your bedtime. And then, um, uh, actually rather recently, I just started saying, you are the same as me. I get it. Yeah. I understand it. How can I help you? Cause sleep is great. And I don't know why I hate it too. Yeah. That's I learned it from watching you. Okay, dad. Well, you could just put him in that room and lock the door give him some toys and say, whatever he wants to do, he can do then. You, you can't make him sleep, obviously. And, uh, and the I've worst thing a- to do is like to make yourself like, like if you sit in bed and say, I gotta go to sleep, like you, ne- you never You're will, done. right? You can't do it. You're done. Yeah. Are, are we uh, supposed to comment on any comments we get or? Um, I, we are, I, did we get any? We've oh, got well, one my is goodness. To one of us, and the other is here. We go. The guy raised uh, when I first saw Jeff today. It's a yeah, hair. That's right. That's your hair is making making uh, this a uh, this this uh, very successful endeavor today. Quite a splash. Quite a splash. Say, and... I think we're we're uh, not trending. What's that? We're viral. Jeff's hair is viral. That's what they say about Jeff's hair. Story. In the news, it's viral. That makes that means it's, it's a home. It's a home haircut too. Anyone, anyone in the league that wants to get lined up like me can come by. Not, not anyone. Yeah, we charge, not, we charge five hundred a pop. For not anyone for can these hair have that hairstyle, but I wish I could. So, um, it is time for an awkward transition. Our viewer, Nikki, says here, are you guys trying to make me like getting older because it's not working yet? Probably because 
she looks at these these three faces here, these six sad eyes, and says, uh, "No, thank you. Uh, you guys are not selling a, 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 a getting older." We've got a, for me. Well over a hundred years of between the three of us here. I mean, I take up yeah. sixty percent of that, or or more. But uh, no, I don't think we're trying anybody to make anyone feel not to want to get older. <laughs> oh, um, sleep discussion. She was talking about the sleep. Yes, 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 yes. Not being able to sleep and being dehydrated and all of that business. Yeah. Um, that's tough. That's tough because you get um, you get to a certain point. I don't know if this is age specific because I feel like I've always been cognizant of this, but um, you know, you wake up it's three o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh my gosh, if I don't get back to sleep right now, then I'm only going to get three hours before I have to get up and go to work and blah, 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 blah. And then um, that pressure and anxiety on it makes it so difficult for you to get yeah. back to sleep that it just, it's like this vicious cycle that keeps going and going and going. And then I've, you know, I've learned that you just do something. You put on a podcast and listen to the podcast. And if you fall asleep, great. If not, at least you listened to Conan O'Brien talk to um, Elmer Fudd or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely but, think the sleep problem is from zero to age on up because uh, some people just have a knack for falling asleep quickly and staying asleep and other people don't. Sometimes if you have a sleeping issue when you're younger, it's worse when you're older, but um, I wouldn't think it's just an age it's not just related to age. So rest yeah. eat and easy out there, Nikki. You're not, you're not, we're not talking about old people's issues here. That's, that's right. And, and Jeff, you mentioned, you mentioned melatonin. I've tried it a couple of times. I found that it did a good job of helping me fall asleep quickly at times, but um, it wasn't as good as sustaining the sleep or preventing me from waking up like in the middle of the night or, or whatever. Is, is that, is that, uh, align with your experience? I'm fortunate in that. I don't have a problem staying asleep mm. once I'm, once I'm asleep. Um, um, I once, I once slept through, uh, the, um, wooded lot next to my childhood home, uh, being on fire and three fire trucks showing up with like spot like like floodlights everywhere and i was the only yeah. one in my home to wake up in the morning and wondering why it smelled like roasted hot dogs yeah um so i i'm a heavy sleeper i just am not good at turning my brain down at uh at the end of the night and it and it really easily will get to be, um, you know, two three in the morning, uh, and and I haven't I haven't gone to sleep yet, and so so melatonin helps me in that, like, I found exactly what what you found. I uh, it will it will help me to to go to sleep, and it'll calm the mind enough to allow you to fall asleep, and then once you're there, mm -hmm. you're pretty good because you're. Sound sleeper, Mr. Ke Mr. Keedy, how, how about you? Do it, you you have any problems 
falling asleep. I know you've, you've got uh, you've got the CPAP machine, so there's like preparation that you have before you can actually right. go to sleep. But once you decide, hey, I'm going to sleep, and uh, whether that's 7 p.m. or or you know before or after Jeopardy, I don't know. But um, you know, how how do you that's, what what's your experience like? Let's get a couple of things straight. I I don't watch Jeopardy. <coughs> Excuse me. Although I have, and I go to bed typically now around 10 o'clock, which is mm -hmm. much later than I used to go to sleep. Yeah. I do use melatonin. Um, I don't know if it works or not, but I like it to think of it as having a little snack. These because I use the gummy variety, and it's, <laughs> I look forward to that snack before bedtime. Two two tablets. It's a little I treat. Like, it's a little gummy treat before you treat. sleep. It's a treat. I've always been a light sleeper, so I'm still a light sleeper. And if I get sleep, I'm going to be up awake at some point, and it's. Unfortunately, now I find it hard to get back to sleep. So, um, yeah. since daylight savings time, in fact, I've been getting up. My earliest time was four o'clock. I and I get up and go downstairs and start my day. But I'm getting up around four, five, six o'clock at the latest every day. And I'm retired, so I don't have to go to work. But I'm up before a lot of people who do go to work, I believe. But it's not terrible. But um, Staying up later has helped me, I think, feel like I've gotten more rest, even though I'm getting up earlier. So um, you, you feel more rested when you get up earlier. Yeah, I do. Because, well, if I've gone to sleep later, and then I feel like I think I've gotten a more solid block of sleep mm -hmm. if I've gone to bed later, even though I'm getting up earlier. Mm. Do you know. ever have the experience where, where you get more sleep than you usually do and you wake up and you feel more tired than if you would have just yeah. gotten five yeah. six hours i have and i don't like to, yeah it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel like oh that was so great i am so rested, yeah. and it feels like i've missed something and i did something wrong and i you know it, i haven't had that feeling in a long long time because i've been an early riser now for a long time but uh, I can remember that feeling. I I don't sleep in. I wish I could. Um, sometimes, but uh, my my dog gets me up if, although she'll sleep. If I get up at four, she's ready to get up. If I get up at six, she's ready to get up. But I think she's got it better than any of us because I think she has a good night no matter what. No matter what time she goes to bed or gets up, she's just, you know. Plus, she can sleep whenever she wants during the rest of the day. It's the life of a dog. Well, but you can too. I could. As a retired but, person. Yeah, yeah, it's allowable. And I, <laughs> naps, not lie down naps. I, I take naps in a chair. I don't want to. My wife will frequently say, "Why don't you go upstairs and take a nap?" I'm thinking, I'm not gonna go upstairs. That's, that's where you go to bed. I'm. If I fall asleep in my chair, that's that's fine. But I'm not. I'm not going upstairs. I mean, that's. That's for losers. Cool. That's, know, that's, that's for, uh, for, for bums. Bums, bums gotta women. walk upstairs. Oh, and Mr. Keaty, we, we don't say right. that. We don't say that. Just talking about my wife. She'll go upstairs. <laughs> okay. She'll get up sometimes at nine o'clock in the morning and at 10, she'll go up for a nap. So. 
You know what? You you both have earned it. You both have have worked for uh, most of your lives, and you've now reached the point where you can uh, you can do whatever you want. If you if if someone says, "Hey, you know, we're having a dinner party, and we'd like to have you guys over," and you don't really like that person, you can just say, "No, thank you." You know, Thanks. that's the best just... thing about COVID is I've been. Couple of weddings, you know. People, other people have gone, but I just stick to my guns. We can't go to that wedding; it's COVID. And I, I'm really happy with this whole experience of not having to do anything because of COVID. You know, even though I, I'm a safe person, you know, I don't want to do anything stupid. But now I don't. I we had people say to us last summer, "What's wrong with you guys? Aren't you having any fun?" Because we weren't getting together with all the other old people. We say we're having plenty of fun, but we're not gonna, yeah, you know, hang out I, and be sick. So. I know I'm not gonna make either of you like this, uh, but I think that what that this whole experience has helped me to do is yes, um, it started off as a I liked the the um, the bright side of all of this, being able to say, well, I just don't, I can't, I can't because there's a there's a disease killing everyone. So I shouldn't, um, I have just gotten, I've, I've stopped giving reasons why. Um, So I, 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 do you want to go to my wedding? No, I don't not coming. And that's been since the, the pandemic. I, because, because, uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a bit of that in me uh, the whole time, but like I, I, I think, I think normalizing, telling people what you're gonna do, without feeling like there has to be some, big, like like there's a certain bar of legitimacy that uh, that right. needs to be achieved in order for you to make a decision. I think it's healthy, and it um it it's easier, and um in the end, I think most people don't most people are cool with it. Like, I think it's, I think it's the person that is making excuses that, uh, that is actually going, like going through the most trauma with, with, with the person with that decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how, how the two of you feel about that, but I, I think, I think most people are okay hearing no without a reason. And if, and if they're not. Right. They, they, they probably don't deserve a reason anyway because they're not, they're not kind and understanding yeah. people if they're going to make a big deal out of it. I, sir, I totally agree, Jeff, and I like the idea that the rest of our lives, we can just continue to say no to everything. I just, mm-hmm. I'm thrilled with that, and and I hope that means that we're doing that when times are safe and everyone's healthier, and we can, but we can still just say, heck no, I don't want to do that, and no one's yeah. Someone's gonna care. They better not. I don't care if they care. Yeah, that's true. Doesn't mean that I don't care about you, right? right? Like it just means I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to do that on that day, or or anything. And and don't throw in a like. Maybe we could do something. Blah blah blah. Like maybe we could do. Let's let's try to hook up and do something like 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 that's 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 implied. Yeah. Yeah. Like like no. Brandon says, "Hey, let's go. Let's go play basketball at at Rucker Park." I say, "Nah, mm-hmm. nah, 
I never had more. Say, what mess are you afraid of the challenge? <laughs> I don't, it's windy out today. Yeah, you don't want to. I developed my respect for Brandon the first time I heard him say, "I didn't do a damn thing last weekend. We never left the house, and I loved it." And I thought, "That's a that's a good man. That's someone I can respect." He doesn't feel yeah. like he has to make excuses like, "Oh, we didn't we didn't do this. We didn't, you don't have to do that. It's okay to stay home. Hey, do whatever you want." That was years ago. That was years Here's before um, COVID nineteen, right? Probably fifteen um, years ago. <laughs> maybe but I that was that was yeah in my early 20s um but you know i think if anything has come from the quarantine uh era the the pandemic period um is setting healthy boundaries right and i think before i you know i would tell you and say like i didn't leave the house and it was wonderful and um and so good and and some other people might be like, oh man, you're not living your life. You're you're, yeah. I, whatever whatever they want to say about it. But um, I think now, more than ever, setting boundaries has been normalized, and and we don't really have to give reason because you kind of assume the the reasons right no. now. Say like, hey. Um, Oh, were you going to this uh, to this uh, social event? It's like, no, we're not going to go to that. And I think everything you need to know is in that reply, right? So there isn't as much prying and prodding and like, oh, come on, man. It's like, what do you, uh, what do you got going on better than that stuff? And and I think people are just accustomed to accepting that now and knowing that everyone is at different comfort levels and everyone has a different um sense of uh what they're what they want to do with their time so that's exactly. you know that's a that's a good thing that's come healthy boundaries being able to set them and um you know that's that's right if we're talking about good things that have come from the past year and a half i think that's a good thing good you thing. know what's hand in hand in that hand in hand with that is like like you say setting uh, healthy boundaries right like yeah. like what i hear in that is like like folks getting in touch with their agency that they have in situations like you don't owe anything to anyone you want to mm -hmm. take a day off of work take it off because that's your time you yes. don't have to explain yeah. to anyone why you're using your time to do to do what you're doing yeah uh, like you you don't you don't want to go to family christmas say i don't want to go and and or or don't you don't even have to say that you say we've decided not to come all you have to do is say send my presence to the house you know you don't have to say i'm that you don't have to tell them you're not coming just tell them if you got me anything just send it on over and be happy with that yeah, yeah. here's my here's address. my amazon wish list put it's it in your idea. amazon amazon wish list make it your primary address send all your stuff to me yes yeah that's fine. It doesn't have to be a one-time thing. Just that's the legacy keep them of COVID. That's Amazon right. Amazon definitely is the legacy of COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Big time. Big, time. big 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 time. Do you guys do shout outs? Do we do shout outs? Um yeah. not we're certainly open to it. You want to do a shout out? Well, I want to do a shout out to uh to Nikki for listening in. I sort of imagine she's Maybe the only one. I think that's really nice of her to take the time to do that. 
We have we have three three viewers at least right now. Okay, so for the other two of you, hey, thank you guys. Uh, shout out to Peter and uh, Bruno. Oh, I mean, I didn't mean Bruno. I meant uh, Justin and uh, the other Justin. And I thought you were going to uh, just retract Rusty, it. Rusty, the Google employee, Rusty. Say hi. Shout out to him. Yeah. So. Uh, None of whom are watching or will probably ever find yeah. this uh, this video, yeah. but um, about watching, you know, we uh, like to put goodwill out in there. I, I have watched a few uh, of your episodes, never live. This, this first time live? But uh, the other times, yeah, I, yeah sometimes it, it went a long time, so I couldn't I couldn't watch the whole thing. But I, right. I want to say I enjoyed listening to you guys and think you often have some good thoughts and uh, content is interesting. So uh, I appreciate that you put yourself out there a year ago when you were doing this a little more <laughs> regularly, right? I mean, that one, did you, you started then maybe three years ago or, or so? Maybe. I think I was still Maybe. working. I think it was more. I think, I think, I think it more. was 2018 when you started, because I remember hearing about it around the workplace. So, well, that's Maybe. three years ago. So, congratulations yeah, on your yeah. anniversary and many more years to come. We've done less than 30 in that span. We've well, done less than 30. We've got uh, well, a healthy over quantity. 23. Yeah. Qu quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll work for one of those two uh, tenants. Uh, Which everyone <laughs> works for you, yeah. So, Mr. Katie, that's right. That's right. Do you do you know? Do, so you've never listened to the end. No. So you so so you probably don't know how the, how the ends go. No, I always wondered mm -hmm. like like you get. I'm supposed to try to make you like bidets and yeah. I figure we we probably talk that subject to death. So, you know, so hour bring ago, the question but... back up. Bring, all right, bring here we go. Up. All right, all oh, right, here right. we go. Here we go. Wait, hold on one second. One second. Watch this. Hmm. You like that? That's I fancy. Do. That's like wow. MTV stuff. Look at that. Oh, this is like being on uh, yeah, Channel Six or something. Um, <laughs> sort of circle back local. around. Do you guys now love the idea of a bidet and? Exploring it further, making a field trip to Brandon's uncle's house or to some place in Dearborn that we person we all know lives with a bidet in his yeah. uh, Colonial Avenue house. I don't know if that's it. <laughs> but, I'm getting uh, way too specific. Um, I'll I'll speak for myself and say that um, I'm open to the idea of trying it out i you know there's a reason that everyone who has one swears by it right nobody's returned one i don't think if they i i don't even know if they could return one um with uh cleanliness well, Amazon and, takes uh, everything there, you know, so we'll <laughs> right right i think the potential for disaster is a little bit scary but my kids are a little bit older and and i could right. reason with them and say hey once you're old enough, you can explore the uh, the 
satisfaction of a squeaky clean rectum and, and, and learn how to use this uh, responsibly. I think for Jeff, it's a little bit more difficult with, with, uh, with youngsters who may, may abuse it, um, you know, on, on occasion. So I think that I, and as we pulled them up on Amazon, seeing that they're really not that expensive, yeah. I'm, I'm open to it. So I'll say yeah. thumbs up. Yes, I like the idea of getting and trying a bidet. Jeff, Wonderful. how about yeah. you? It seems like the uh, the bidet talk comes around the sex and alcohol talk. Is that is that how it goes in in Brandon's household? Oh, you mean with kids? <laughs> it yeah, with kids. Like it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down, sit down, children. We're gonna talk about the golden three. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna uh, talk about doing it. We're gonna talk about booze, and we're gonna talk about. The fancy Ooh. little water fountain that lives yeah. in our toilet. Yeah. You're now ready. I you once I you hit middle know. school, you're ready for all three of those discussions. Yeah. I began before after at the point that Dan said the question, proposed the question. I thought, yeah, I like bidets. And throughout the conversation, I progressively uh, liked them less. <laughs> Once we got into the logistics, once we really opened up the hood and started exploring yeah. all the commitments that I would be making and the damage that would be done to my house, uh, I, I was not interested. Strangely enough, and this might speak a lot to me as a human, I might be more willing to try someone else's bidet than install my own. Um, yeah. Well, I I don't like bidets. Would be my my final answer. Okay. I I respect your opinions, and I'd like to just reiterate. I was just waffling around the subject myself. I not sure I like them. I don't know if I dislike them, but I think I have a lot more. I, I have a lot more to learn about bidets, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the exploration, something to look forward to next few years that's right that's right um you let us know you know i want you to circle back with us and uh uh let us know how that research goes um comment from the stream i'm sad i missed the first part of the conversation with mr kitty talking about bidets i'll have to go rewatch it um rewatch it you shall because um it was it was some uh it was some interesting ideas and thoughts that started off as, hey, I think this is a good idea and I want you to like this, to, hmm, I don't know a ton about it and I'm not so sure myself. So um, this is a, a full circle moment where we're, we're thinking about um, what we're going to do with our, well, lives certainly, and our um, bottoms. I'm gratified to know that I could bring up this subject and both of you First of all, knew what even what it was because in some some company, you know, you might get blank stares. But I knew you guys would sail with it, and you, you knew far more than I thought. And the fact that Brandon, in his family, there's a bidet by one of the family members. I I'm just that's pretty exciting right there. So, yeah, 
Jeff was that's that right. out? Is that is that the sign for um for for hoity toity? He's out. Yeah, I think he's out. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Jeff drink, drink your lived beverage. in uh, in Europe. <laughs> Jeff lived well, in Europe for for a little while, so I know. Um, you know, I'm you haven't had some. Yeah, I've been in a loo some or two. experiences. Been in a loo. Yeah. A loo, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Well, Mr. Keaty, we appreciate you joining us, uh, uh, blessing us with your presence and your pinky finger, whatever you're doing. Um, I, I, thank you for. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. I, we I we love. Yeah. I invite love to hear your wisdom. I say yes. I usually have nothing to do. <laughs> okay. Think of okay. think of something that you're really passionate about that you have a lot of um, experience with and data surrounding, and um, you can okay. you can kind of berate us and and make sure that we do change our minds about something. Sure, I'll I'll do that. And it can't be Seinfeld because that ship no. has sailed. It wouldn't be Seinfeld. What's Seinfeld? All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, thank you to everyone who watched this. Thank you to Jeff. Thank you to Mr. Keedy. Um, we'll talk to you later. Hey, I love you. I love you guys, and I love our listeners and your Likewise. family. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs>